Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. Breaking news. I know most of you are going to be shocked. So hopefully you're sitting down. The mainstream media is lying to you. <laughs> I know. It's a revelation. I have, you, uh, you didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> but especially about the debt ceiling. That's what I want to focus on. Because I see this constantly. And I'm sure we're going to see this in the weeks to come as we get closer and closer to this X date, the X date that's happened 45 times in the past where they've somehow figured out a solution or resolution to the problem. But it's it's much more than that. This is confusing a lot of people. I see almost as much confusion about this debt ceiling as I do a central bank digital currency where everyone out there is saying, oh my gosh, it's this new currency. It's 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 going to compete with the dollar. and They're going to freeze the banks on a weekend or, or on a Friday. You're going to be frozen out of your bank account. And then on Monday, they're going to implement this brand new currency that we've never seen before. And then that's going to decrease the value of the old currency by 50%. And it's going to wipe out all the debt. And this is just that is 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 that's definitely the biggest nonsense I've ever heard in my life, and that is definitely the most the most egregious fake news. <laughs> but this is right up there with it. So let's get into an article from CNBC. You'll see exactly what I'm referring to. Confused about the debt ceiling? Here's what you need to know, which is ironic, because Emma, the person who wrote this, seems to be the person who is most confused about the debt ceiling, or maybe she's purposely trying to confuse you. I think it's probably the latter. Key talking points, the White House and Republicans in Congress are at an impasse over the debt ceiling, debt limit. And like I said, we've only been there 45 times in the past, but this time it will be different. <laughs> Failure to raise the limit would result in federal debt default. Let me read that again, because this is what I want to focus on here. Failure to raise the limit would result in a federal debt, not a federal default, but a federal debt default. Because even if they were saying a federal default, I'd give them a little bit of wiggle room because there they could be saying, okay, we've made all of these promises to pay this vendor and that vendor and that payment and this payment, and we're not going to have the money to do that, so we're going to have to default on those payments. Uh, okay, but what they are saying here specifically is default on the debt payments. So meaning that we have all this treasury debt, these maturing treasuries, and we're not going to be able to pay that. So we're going to default on the debt, not just default on the federal obligations. Much different. If you default on the federal obligations, excluding debt, okay, I could argue why that might be a good thing. <laughs> Remember... Most of you might not be old enough to remember this, but I remember the last debt ceiling, maybe the one prior to that, where they actually had to do like government shutdown stuff. And they're like warning you, like, don't, guys, don't make us shut down parts of the government. You'll be sorry. Unemployment rate's going to skyrocket. GDP is going to crash. You're not going to be able to go to the Lincoln Monument. <laughs> and they shut it down. It's like, literally nothing happened. The unemployment rate might have even gone down. <laughs> GDP went up. <laughs> Get these politicians out of the way. Get the government out of the way, the bureaucracy. But that's a lot different than them defaulting on the debt, which would basically implode the global monetary system. Next key talking point. Wall Street has warned that default could result in millions of jobs lost and sizable hit to GDP. 
exactly what they said during the last government shutdown. And, of course, it did not materialize that way at all. In fact, I think the opposite was true. So let's get down to where this gal (coughs) focuses on the complete fake news. Here you go. What happens if the U.S. defaults? Defaulting on sovereign debt would wreak havoc on the economy and royal markets. Well, that I agree with. A default on treasury bonds could throw the U.S. economy into a tailspin. Totally agreed. But wait a minute here. Why are we talking about defaulting on the debt? And this is the point I'm trying to make. Now, what's fascinating is if you look at an article from CNBC, like this article came out today, if we go back to the same CNBC but go to an article in January talking about the exact same thing, the U.S. debt ceiling, here's what that means for your money. You'll note that when they were talking about it back then, let's get down to the specific, they talk about the, uh, let's see, raising the limit would allow the government to borrow more to cover spending already approved by Congress. Failure to raise the ceiling would mean government would eventually fail to pay back its debts. Listen to this, including interest payments. You see the difference, guys? Now, CNBC is saying, oh my gosh, they're going to default on the debt. They're going to default on the debt. They're going to default on the debt. But in January, they were far more nuanced. Not saying they're going to outright default on the debt, but giving us those details, the devil's in the details, where they said including interest payments on the debt, technically putting the U.S. government in default. But there's a big difference in saying, hey, they're going to outright default. They're not going to pay back any of the bondholders. And saying, well, they're not going to be able to pay some of the interest. So why is there such a uh, a difference between those? Well, first, what you're saying is they're not going to be able to pay back the principal or interest. And over here, you're saying they're just not going to be able to pay back the interest. This is reality. That this is honesty. That that's the truth. This is the fake news. Because they can always pay back their principal. Because you don't have to increase your amount of outstanding debt to pay the principal, for heaven's sakes. Anybody knows this. If you have $100,000 in debt that you need to pay off tomorrow, if you borrow $100,000 to pay off that debt, you still have $100,000 in debt. (laughs) It didn't change, for heaven's sakes. Now, if, let's say, you owe $100,000 and tomorrow you have to pay it back with uh, interest, so let's say you have to pay back $105,000, it is true. You could pay back the hundred, but you could not pay back the five. But that's a lot different than saying you can't pay back the hundred and five, right? Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. 
So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So now let's go over to the TGA. So the TGA, it, it actually, let's start with, uh, let's go back 10 years. And I'd like to remind everybody that prior to really Trump, the TGA was humming right along at around, call it 40, 50 billion. I mean, right here, we're at 27 billion in the TGA. I mean, here we get down to 22 here we get down to 27. So we're, we're constantly in the 20s right here. It's just basically hand to mouth, hand to mouth. Okay. Boy, here we got really low. Well, I guess that's still in the 20s, 23. So where are we right now? Well, let's zoom in. Right now, currently, we're sitting at 188. Now, I realize that... One of the main reasons we were able to hover right around the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s before is we could issue that debt, simply do an auction, borrow more money, pay things off. But my overarching point that I'm trying to make here is is right looking at, and let's remember this debt ceiling went into effect a couple, few months ago. So Janet Yellen has been kind of juggling all these balls for the last couple months here. So how is it that the TGA actually went up. Now, it's gone down recently, but from April 12th to April 19th or April 26th, it actually went up from 86 to 296. How? How is this possible? I thought she was going to default on the debt. And if we don't issue more debt, then we can't pay the bills. So how is she paying bills right now? Oh, that's right. Because we have tax revenue coming in constantly. You see? So here's my point. The mainstream media is making you believe that if we don't do X, Y, and Z, and if we cross that threshold, that the United States isn't going to be able to pay anything. They're not going to be able to pay for the government. They're not going to pay any of their obligations, any of their fiscal obligations. Nor are they going to be able to pay the maturing debt. They're not going to be able to pay the principal. They're not going to be able to pay the interest. Nothing. Nothing's getting paid because they're tapped out. They don't have any more money. And what I'm saying is that's completely unequivocally false. It's nonsense. The reality of the situation is that they can always issue more debt to pay off the principal. And they do have revenue coming in like they usually do (laughs) in the form of taxes. And so at a worst case scenario, even if you get past that X date, what's going to happen is they're going to have to make a decision. Okay. Now the principal's handled. No, you don't have to worry about that at all. That's my biggest beef with the mainstream media right now, because that's where I see so much confusion with the average Joe and Jane on the comments, social media comments in my videos and whatnot, where where they're, they're taking CNBC at their word thinking they don't know any better. I mean, they don't study this stuff. They got better things to do. So they take the mainstream media at their word and assume that that means that these T-bills that they have, there's no way that they're going to get paid back on them or there's a chance they're not going to get paid back. 
And it's, it's just not true as far as the, the uh, or there's no way they can even pay back their principal. So what's the reality of the situation is that that principal is going to get paid off. That That's not the issue. And let's just say that you had to uh, you had to prioritize the the T bills. Let's just say that, uh, in fact, let's put all the fiscal stuff aside except for the debt. And you say, well, George, you pay back principal, but you have to default on some interest payments. Okay, fine. But then what you could do is you could prioritize, which I would, and say, okay, those 10, 30 year. I'm going to go ahead and pay that off, but I'm going to hold off on the prince on the uh, interest payments, uh, and I might not pay all of it off. I'm going to default on some of it, like to China, and then I'm going to take what I defaulted on, and then I'm going to go ahead and maybe pay off some of the interest on some of those shorter term T bills. There's a lot of wiggle room there. Now I don't know if technically they could do that because I don't know if that default would consider that that's wiping away the debt or the debt would still be outstanding. I don't know how their accounting works, but there's a lot of juggling they can do. But the the, the reality of the situation, though, is what's most likely to happen if they get past that X date is they simply have to make a choice. Okay, you've got these interest payments or you've got shutting down the Lincoln Monument or you've got putting the government employees on furlough or you've got another 5,000 things you could do before you have to consider not paying the interest because it's not like you're completely tapped out, but now the only thing you have access to is that form of revenue, i.e. tax dollars, that are always coming into the government. Listen, when there's a problem in the system, I'm the first one to wave the red flag here, but also I want to be realistic about it, and it is true that they could possibly default on the interest payments. But the probability is insanely low and the probability is insanely high that they resolve this prior to that X date. But it, it does not mean they default on the principal payments because they can always issue more debt to cover those principal payments. And another thing that I would be curious as to, and I, I haven't been able to find this, at all online. So if you guys have been able to find this, let me know in the chat. Shoot me a link or shoot uh, Josh a link or something like that. But when they issue uh, a T-bill as an example, they issue it at par or 100 cents on the dollar. But you only pay 98 cents, let's say, right? Because that delta is the interest. So they're saying that, hey, we're going to pay you 100 cents, but you only have to pay us 98 Right. So I don't know what goes on to their balance sheet as far as a liability. If it's the 98 or is it the 100? Because they only received 98 cents. So I would assume if they're doing honest bookkeeping that it would be the 100 cents. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. And that that's again, that's important because if it's the 100 cents, that they're including in the debt, then this is a complete non-issue as far as the T-bills or the treasuries because that interest payment would already be included as a liability on their balance sheet. And therefore, that would be included, the future interest payments would be included on the actual overall debt that is owed, you see? And therefore, by making those principal payments and the interest payments, they wouldn't be increasing the overall debt load Therefore, 
again, that's just a complete non-issue. So this is the reality. This, these are the facts. So don't let the mainstream media confuse you into believing that uh, this is a much bigger issue than it really is. Although it, it's definitely uh, a big deal. I mean, it's, it's a lot bigger deal than just deciding what to eat for lunch. That's for sure. So I don't want to downplay it, but I also want to be realistic about it. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.